Hello, everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by Routine. When we sleep, we lose between a pound and a pound and a half of water, mainly from sweating during our sleep. What most people don't realize is that right when you wake up, you grab that cup of coffee, you start on with your day, and what you're doing is dehydrating yourself even more. So one way to combat that is with morning routine. Morning Routine is a product created by by the, the team over at Routine. Each of their single-serve packets contain half an organic lemon, one tablespoon of apple cider vinegar, Himalayan sea salt, all six essential electrolytes, and most importantly, no sugar. I start my day with one of these packets. I tear it, dump it into around 20 ounces of water, shake it up, and I am good to go. Genuinely, I feel hydrated and ready to kick ass for the day. You can try yours today at yourroutine.com. If you use code ShaneWhite30 at checkout, you'll also receive 30% off your first order. So check out Routine, Morning Routine. They also have a variety of other products that are meant to really just maximize your day. A greens food supplement. They have lots of different vitamins and minerals. Um, But check out Morning Routine. It's one of my favorite products I use on a daily basis. Today's episode is also brought to you by Elite Sweets. Elite Sweets is redefining the way we think about sweets with their Elite Donuts. The Elite Donut is a better-for-you donut that is packed with 13 grams of protein. They're gluten-free, keto-friendly, and contain only one gram of sugar. You can get yours today at EliteDonut.com or on Amazon. Either way, make sure you use code ShaneWhite30 for 30% off your order. Elite Sweets is another one of those things in my pantry that is not going away. When I want something sweet, but don't want to kill my diet, kill my training by having some garbage food, some garbage donut, I grab Elite Sweets as it's the one way to get a high-protein, gluten-free, keto-friendly, and low-sugar snack without sacrificing all those important gains. So check out Elite Sweets. Again, if you go to EliteDonut.com or go to Amazon, Either way, use code ShaneWhite30 and you'll get 30% off your next order. All right, everybody. Today's episode is a solo episode. As I told you guys a few weeks ago, I'm running the 2022 Chicago Marathon. And this is my weekly just download of what's working well, what's not, what I'm learning along the way. I hope for any of you out there that are you know thinking about running a marathon, a mini marathon, any sort of, sort of uh, running event, Hopefully I learn a few things along the way here um, with my coach, Tom Black, and just from listening to a lot of you um, as you've interacted with me online and and I've been testing different things. So today's episode's a fun one, just me ranting about what's going on with my training plan and um, how things are looking at about a month out. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'll be right up next. All right, everybody, excited to dive in with all of you here four weeks out. Today is uh, Tuesday, September 13th, um, but really just under four weeks to go until the 2022 Chicago Marathon. I'm I'm pumped. I've been scaling aggressively. Um, as some of you know, and I think I've talked about it on here before, I decided a little later than I should have that I was running this specific marathon. So my training plan got sped up a little bit as far as ramping miles, ramping overall running. Um, And I decided I wanted to work with someone. I've done this once before in the last marathon I ran, and I did it very poorly. So I thought, 
well, if you're going to do it again, you need to make sure you do it different. And I certainly have so far. So I am running, um, I'll tag him in this episode, but I am running with Tom Black, who, who is a, a marathon runner. He does a lot of cool stuff. Check him out. Um, and I've really enjoyed training with him. So since I talked to you guys last, what's been going on? I have drastically increased, first of all, just my running distances. Uh, four weeks ago, uh, I, it was 22 miles in one week, which that maybe doesn't sound like a lot if you're about to run 26 miles for one day. But if you if I look back on my Strava account, and I'll link that as well, back in July, I had run zero miles. Uh, I was not running at all um, leading into July. The week of July 18th, I, I finally did a, my first run in probably, I don't know, maybe a year that was over two miles. So it's been a quick jump. Four weeks ago, I did 22 miles. The week after that, 27. Last week, 30. Or sorry, two weeks ago, 30. Last week, a big jump up to 38 miles. Um, this is actually my peak week. So this week is the most miles that I will run in one week um, in the whole training plan. I think I'm running close to 41. And my weeks have been a little different. One of the hacks that I've learned early on that I'm really liking is a lot of people run their long runs on Saturday or Sunday. And I think for the vast majority of people, that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, it gives you a day on the weekend where you don't have a lot of other things going on. You probably don't have work and you're able to really put some, some much needed time, uh, with the running shoes on for me though. I I've felt like I get up and work out during the week anyway. And so putting that much emphasis on the weekend also changes my lifestyle a lot. So that means, you know, I need maybe go to bed early on Friday night not that I shouldn't be going to bed at a good time to get rested up, um, for the next week of training. But I've been bending things around. I've actually been doing my longer runs during the week. So I'll just get up extra early, crank them out on a Wednesday, a Thursday, or a Friday. And I've been doing that this whole training cycle. And I've really liked it because what it allows me to do is kind of start the week on a good note, right? And and for all of you that know me out there, I wouldn't say I'm a heavy drinker by any stretch, but I do like to have a few drinks and lighten up on my diet, you know, Friday and Saturday. And so what this allows me to do is have if I, w- if I w- wasn't to move my runs around to the middle of the week, what always used to happen was I'd still want to have, you know, maybe even a beer or a glass of wine on Friday. But I will tell you one thing, running dehydrated and trying to cover far distances completely sucks and is not a good idea. So if you're going to run on the weekends, that means you need to for sure not have a single drink, not be eating shitty um, if you want to perform well, right? All, all in the in the grand scheme of wanting to perform well. So for me, if I have something shitty to eat on Saturday and maybe a couple beers on Saturday, by Wednesday or Thursday of the following week, I've had three to four days to fully recover and recoup and get all of that out of my system. I use something called a whoop, um, and that is something I've learned. My recoveries are always the best, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, that's just typically with the way I work out, with the way I sleep, with what I do on the weekends, my recovery historically is always better. So I've changed my running to match my recovery. Uh, One of the big takeaways I've had from using whoop. uh, And so that's worked really well for me. That's number one. Number two, over the last few weeks, um, I thank you for, to David Melman. I'm actually going to post his episode later this week that we did uh, about two weeks ago on the podcast. He has helped me a lot with Tom um, and with some other folks out there. You know who you are. If you've, you've talked to me on Instagram Um, thank you for all the advice around hydrating, uh, and fueling for these runs. One of the things 
that I did really poorly the first time I ran a marathon was I didn't know anything about fueling. So now I'm taking in uh, a vast amount of carbohydrates in the morning before I run. I'm also taking in electrolytes before I run, which I know there's some debate on that, uh, David out there, if he's listening to this. <laughs> so I, I'm taking in carbohydrates and electrolytes before I run. I'm running with electrolytes. I'm also fueling with carbohydrates during the run, which is something I didn't know anything about crazy enough five years ago when I ran New York City. Um, what that means for me, I'm using lots of gel packets. So I usually go either every 30 minutes or every four miles. I'm hitting one of the gels. I've been running a lot of my long runs in these like figure eight type of formations around where I live so that I can swing back by my house. I have uh, in the garage, I have a refrigerator. So I've been keeping, you know, different snacks, different um, electrolyte drinks in there so I can take a swig, take a bite, keep running. Um, that's how my training has been going. And, and with the fueling, it's made my long runs so much different. So to give everyone background, um, and I'm going to look back really quick while we are talking here last week, I was supposed to run 18 miles for my long run. Um, I just felt really, really good. And when I get, got to mile 17, I decided to push it and, and go for 20. I was pumped for that. That's the furthest I've ever run, um, outside of a race. So I did 20.1 miles uh, last week, uh, and hit my pace. So the goal pace was between 10 and 11 minutes. My average pace for that run was 10, 12. Um, before that I'm scrolling back through my Strava here. I did 15 the week before. So that was a big jump. I jumped five miles, um, for my long run. I probably would not suggest that for most people who are, are ramping up for a marathon, but the last tidbit here that, and I wanted to keep these nice, sweet, and short for everyone who's listening. And I'll, I'll try to do one of these once a week just to throw in some tidbits of things I'm picking up on and learning. But one of the best things I've learned along this journey of training for this marathon has been the lunges. And if any of you have listened to this or know me, you know I beat this like a dead horse. But I love the body weight lunges. I've done 800 meters for the last almost two years. I'm, uh, I'm 15 days away from doing it for a thousand days in a row of at least 400 meters. So one lap around a track, but for the last two years, I've done basically two laps around a track every day, every single day, no matter where I'm at. And I've never been able to apply the, uh, the overarching strength gains that have come from lunging and like put it to a test and marathon prep has been the first true test in my opinion that has surprised me and shown me how much it can do. Uh, I have to credit Corey Gregory on this one, and I will I will call him out on, on tag him in some of this. That has been such a game changer. I think I've I've just in, inherently from lunging so many miles over the last three years, I have inherently built uh, glute strength, hip strength, um, quad strength, and just knee stability. That with all the pounding from running has allowed me to keep this going and stay injury free, which has become a huge necessity that I, this is what happened last time. I did not stay injury free. I got hurt in my training. I ramped too quickly. My legs were not prepared for this. And it, it actually, it stopped me from being able to get to my peak training load that I looked for. So I only got to train up to roughly 16 miles in my last marathon prep. And then this marathon prep, I've already had a 20 mile run. Um, and things are just feeling a lot better. Um, also working with Tom, I've had a whole new perspective on easy runs, uh, speed runs and long runs, the three different types of runs. Um, 
one of the things I talked about in one of the earlier episodes, uh, this early episode where I announced the marathon also, the last thing I'll throw in here quickly was that I'm also running in two different types of shoes. I'm running in Hoka's for my easy long runs and I'm running in Sockney Endorphin Speeds for my speed runs and just having different shoes and wearing different shoes throughout the week on different runs. I'm already seeing such a huge benefit from doing that. So anyway, everybody, that was a super quick nine-minute rundown of what I've learned over the last few weeks. So far, so good. My miles are building. Strength is staying there. I'm still lunging every day, uh, running with nutrition and hydrating, um, changing different shoes. All these things are building to what I'm I'm hoping here in a little under four weeks is a successful marathon. So we'll probably do a, you know four or five more of these before the race, um, but I hope you guys like these episodes. If you do, um, leave a review. Uh, leave a five-star review if you can, um, and let me know on social what you guys thought of these episodes. If you guys want to hear more or want to hear me talk to anybody in the space, I'm going to try to get some more marathon-type guests on the podcast over the coming weeks, um, but let me know. This was fun. This was quick, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk soon.